Good morning, and welcome to episode 112 of the Morning Light Show. We are continuing our conversation about building your spiritual intelligence today and focusing specifically on the idea of asking why. When you were a child, you were naturally curious. You asked questions all the time. You dug in looking for answers and didn't stop asking questions until you were fully satisfied with the answer that you got. I'd be willing to bet that today you're probably not that naturally curious and you probably just kind of go with the answers that people give you. So I'm going to challenge you in today's episode to build your curiosity muscle and start digging in and asking more questions, not just of other people, but of life in general. Why do I do things a certain way? Why do I interact with people when I'm in this scenario in this way and maybe in a different way when the scenario is a little bit different? So building that natural curiosity inside of yourself so that you can feel a deeper connection with the truth of who you are and so that you can challenge the status quo. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. I'm going to admit that I actually have some conflicting thoughts and beliefs around asking why because of the different trainings that I've had. So take it back to around 2010 when I got my master's degree. I have a master's degree in training and performance improvement. And one of the most important things that I learned in that training and in that program is that in order to solve a problem, you absolutely must get to the root cause of the problem. And so every project I ever did in the class, which I probably by the end of my degree did about 10 different projects, we had to do what was called a root cause analysis. In fact, it's one of the first things that I learned how to do in my master's program because they took each element of the project and we had classes on them. And so one of the first classes was understand what problem you're solving before you start solving it. And one of the ways that I recommend that you can do this, it's a little bit of the process that I used in my master's, but the process in the master's was a lot more in depth, is something called asking five whys. You may have heard of this before, but if you have any type of problem, ask why. And if you If this is happening organizationally, for example, make sure that you ask different groups of questions about why they think it's happening. And it's not just asking why one time. It's called five whys because every answer you get, you ask why again. And you do that five times. And the idea behind that is if you ask why five times, you're going to get really, really close to what the real answer is. So that's root cause analysis and really understanding what is driving a behavior or what is driving a decision, et cetera. And you can do that in your own life as well with any type of issue that you're struggling with or a habit that you're looking to break down, asking yourself, you know, why is it that I do this? Come up with the answer and then keep asking why. This could actually help you in the process of changing your habits, which we've talked about before on the show, to understand the what's driving the habit, what you're craving, what you're looking for as you're 
satisfying whatever um, desire you're satisfying. So from there, root cause analysis, asking the five whys, the conflict comes when I got my coaching training. I was very fortunate to work in an organization, Humana, that trained me how to be a better coach. And one of the things that we learned is how to ask questions, brain-based questions to get people to have new thoughts and new insights about things. So this opens up their creativity and gives them a boost of energy when they come up with something new to want to follow through and take action based on whatever they've learned. And we actually learned through that training not to ask why questions because they tend to trigger people in coaching conversations. And when you think about that in terms of, you know, root cause analysis versus coaching, it's hard to really understand what's the best way to go about that. So I stopped asking clients why questions and I would rephrase them and say, you know, instead of why, why do you think that? What makes you think that? So just rephrasing it a little bit. So I don't know, I I tell you that because I think sometimes we don't ask people why, because we don't want to question the way that they do things. And we don't want them to go into that limbic system fight or flight mode because when you ask a why question, sometimes people get really defensive because they're standing in their convictions. And if we take it back to episode, uh, the episode on field independence, we know that sometimes we need to stand in our convictions and we need to stand up for what we believe. And so it's hard to want to break people of that. But I encourage you to think about asking why, and it doesn't have to just be of other people. It can be of, you know, situations. It can be, again, things that you do, starting to question why you do them the way that you do them. Because this natural curiosity that we were born with, it tends to go away as we go through school, and we see that actually the best way to make good grades and to get ahead is to stop asking questions and to just follow what the teacher tells us and to do our homework and to follow the rules and to sit in the rows and not disrupt. But as we all know now, especially with the world the way it is in terms of technology, the word disruption comes up a lot because we want to create disruption to the status quo. We're, we're more hungry now for innovation than we ever have been before because we've seen so many amazing, amazing things happen in such a short amount of time with our technology that it's, it's now a lot more accepted to be disruptive, which makes me curious, and I guess I'll know in a couple of years, how they do in the school system now, if they encourage more disruption or not. Um, When I was a college professor, I used to always say at the beginning of the semester that I liked the class clowns and I liked the disruptors. I liked the people who were pressing my buttons and questioning me because they kept me on my toes and they kept me getting better and coming up with new ways of keeping their attention in class and new ways of teaching things that I had never thought of before. And I would also say that those are the people that tended to be the entrepreneurs and the business people that were really successful tend to be the ones who think outside of the box, for lack of a better phrase. 
Okay, so asking why of ourselves, asking why of other people, asking why in terms of the way that you do things on a day-to-day basis encourages you to explore the future. And if you can do that without allowing the present tense to take over you, it's like having an open brainstorming session when you say no ideas or no I, any ideas open here. We're just going to throw stuff out there and see what comes up. That's what this whole getting to the bottom of things and asking why encourages. It asks us to step outside and explore the future. And the ideas we come up with may or may not be disruptive. In fact, most of them are probably not going to be something that we can grab onto, but that's kind of the way it works. When we start to question things, we're going to come up with lots of ideas, but only a select number of those ideas are actually going to be things that are valid that we can move forward with. And so that in and of itself can be discouraging for you as you're thinking about asking why. You may, you may have a conversation in your head that says, well, why would I do that? Because every time I come up with ideas, when I ask deeper questions of myself and other people, you know, I don't really get that many ideas that actually could pan out. They all seem too far off into the future. So that in and of itself can be something that you use to stop yourself from asking why. So a couple of things from the book, Spiritual Capital, because that's what we're basing this conversation on. Um, Why do people not ask questions? Well, they, a lot of times they don't ask questions because they're operating from fear and they're afraid that if we come up with a new way of doing things that it could totally disrupt their world. And I think in terms of the workplace, how many things we're able to automate these days. And so some people may not want to question the way that they do their job because they're worried that a machine is going to take their place. So that's just one example of how fear can get in the way from us being naturally curious. The other thing that gets in the way of natural curiosity is this fear of the unknown and fear of uncertainty. Anytime we're asking why and coming up with new ideas, we're going into new territory. We're exploring new ways of being. We're exploring new ways of thinking. And that means we don't really know how things are going to turn out. And so we have to test the waters and we have to put ourselves out there and we have to see what happens. And we have to sometimes back ourselves into a corner and not know how the heck we're going to get ourselves out of the situation when we ask why. So if you're the type of person that just doesn't like change or doesn't like uncertainty, then you may not love asking the question why or digging in for deeper answers. However, I'm going to encourage you today and moving forward that you get a lot better at questioning things. Question yourself, question why you do things the way that you do them, and start to question other people because I think it would be good, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to this in my own coaching practice to ask more, why, why do you do things the way that you do things? And you can set up the question with a permission question of like, Hey, do you mind if I just probe around and try and get to the bottom of maybe why you do that? And that makes it a lot gentler, gentler than just saying, why do you do that? 
So I encourage you to dig in a little bit, ask yourself why, ask other people why, and start to nurture your natural curiosity. If you are a leader in an organization, I invite you to encourage questions, invite questions, thank people for asking questions, and make sure that you're very supportive of the people who are questioning the way that you do things. It can be scary to do this, but if you will encourage the questions, then most of the time the people in your organization are going to come up with the best ideas, not you. Another way to nurture this whole idea of curiosity and being more curious is to pay attention to surprising facts or anomalous details and just kind of scratch your head a little bit on those and think to yourself, hmm, I wonder what made this so. It's a great way to nurture your curiosity. Okay, so here are some questions for you to check in on your curiosity today and see how you're doing on this area of building your spiritual intelligence. Do you try to understand the meaning behind rules, customs, and events? Are you dissatisfied with first explorations? Do you like to glean the thinking behind other people's pronouncements to understand where they are coming from? Do you sometimes reflect on cultural or behavioral trends and wonder why they are as they are? Do you like to keep up to date with current affairs? Okay, so go out into the world, start asking a whole lot more questions, ask your five whys of yourself and maybe even of other people as well to push the envelope and build your spiritual intelligence today and moving forward. All right. Thanks guys for listening and be looking forward to tomorrow's show where we're going to talk about the idea of reframing. for this episode of the Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.